Welcome to today's Amuna Minute. In last week's parsha, the Torah began the fascinating discussion regarding the laws of the Jewish army going out to war. And we spent a lot of time focusing last week on the exemptions from war. Who doesn't have to go to battle? But the truth is, even before the coin begins to get into who gets to go home, the coin gives an incredible introduction. And the Torah says this is in Parakhof Pasuk Gimel, chapter 20, verse 3, in Dvarim. And the Torah says, Va'amar Aleihem, the coin would say to the assembled army, Shema Yisrael, Listen, all of Israel, you're coming close to do battle with your enemies. Which literally means, do not let your heart become fearful, or do not let your heart become soft. Do not be afraid. And do not panic. And do not tremble before your enemies. An incredible message of Chizuk. But the Lubavitch Rebbe asks a very simple question. He says, how can you tell people not to be afraid? After all, the Rebbe says, I want to quote to you. He says, To be afraid during battle is something natural. So the Rebbe asks an incredible question. How can you command? Remember, when the Kohen says, Al-Tiru, do not be afraid, the Rebbe understands that to be a statement, almost a de- not just a declaration, but a command. Do not be afraid. How can you tell someone not to be afraid? Isn't it the most natural thing in the world to be fearful in the face of an approaching enemy? Al-Tiru, do not be afraid. But the Rebbe says something absolutely amazing. Though what the Kohen was trying to teach the soldiers on the battlefront, was that sometimes you have to allow your intellect to take control over your emotions. Meaning, fear is an emotion. But intellectually, I know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is with me. Intellectually, I know that the Ribbono Shal Olam has my back. Intellectually, I know that I don't go out to battle alone. I go out with the Ribbono Shal Olam, the master of the universe by my side. Says the Rebbe, when the Kohen says, Al-Tiru, do not be afraid. The Kohen was telling the soldiers, you must master the art of allowing your intellect to reign in your emotions. An incredible yisod and a very powerful idea. Emotion is such an incredibly important force in the Jew, right? A person who has all intellect and no emotion is that some osivacious dry bones. But being all emotion and no intellect could allow a person to ultimately be a runaway train. And that runaway train could have catastrophic repercussions. Because you know, a lot of times in life, we feel things. We feel things. And being in touch with our feelings and being in touch with how we feel and why we feel that way is incredibly important. But it's also important to know that just because I feel a certain way does does not mean that those feelings are objective reality. And this is incredibly important. See, when I feel a certain way, that feeling is real for me. It's real for me, and it's important for those around me to recognize that what I'm feeling is my subjective reality. But it may not be the objective reality. Look what the coin tells the soldier. The coin says, don't be afraid. I but I'm afraid, the soldier says, I'm afraid. Coin says, you're right, you're afraid. That's your subjective reality. 
I'm telling you what the objective reality is. The objective reality is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is by your side. The objective reality is that you have nothing to fear because the Ribbono Shalolam has your back. And what's your job, soldier? Your job is to rein in your emotions and make those emotions, make those feelings subservient to your intellect. This is not always true in life. Sometimes I have to allow my emotions to be the dominant force and my intellect becomes subservient to emotions. And sometimes I have to make my emotions subservient to my intellect. There is this incredible dialectic. I have to have both. I have to have a strong emotional side and I have to have a strong intellectual side. Sometimes in life my feelings have to lead and sometimes in life my intellect has to lead. But I think again what the Rebbe teaches us is this all-important lesson. Because sometimes we feel a certain way and we allow those feelings to create a reality around us. And sometimes just because I feel a certain way does not mean that the objective reality in fact mirrors those feelings. Sometimes I feel a certain way for a whole variety of reasons, but the objective reality is not my feelings. And a person has to be in touch enough with themselves to know, when am I feeling a certain way? When do my feelings reflect the reality? Versus when do my feelings reflect my reality? But we not, may not be so reflective of the objective reality. I think that we would all agree this is one of the hardest things to gauge in life. When do my feelings reflect objective reality versus when do my feelings reflect subjective reality? When do I lead my life with emotions in the forefront and intellect in the backdrop? And when do I tell the emotions, come back here, Shefala, come back emotions, come back a little bit. You're not going to lead this time because if I let my emotions lead over here, it may not have the best results. Emotions fall, fall back and intellect, you take the lead. Al-Tiru, the coin says to us, know in life when to allow your feelings to lead and when to pull back your feelings and allow intellect to pave the course forward. Wishing everyone a wonderful day.